actually going to introduce we found a guy uh to help us with our audio <laughs> you'll notice uh, very quickly in this hopefully video. hopefully uh it comes out the way we've been testing it um but yeah our uh, good friend ian stepping in and uh making a fine addition making us a, a trio here i know a thing or two about audio no a thing <laughs> or two or about a thing or two <laughs> <laughs> or number two <laughs> Do we, do we have to go there right now? <laughs> you just get on here and you're already blown them up. <laughs> uh, all right. All right, well, um, I, did, uh, I did share last week's um, audio with a couple people. We did get some feedback, and the biggest thing was audio. we got to fix the audio. Sorry, guys. And we brought uh, someone on to fix that, so we'll see how this goes. If you don't like the audio, uh, please still listen. And I'm just working on things day by day as yeah, I can. Hopefully it gets better <laughs> as we go along. So, nice, nice. So, how have you guys been this past week? What's been going on? Uh, well, I actually um, thought it was going to be kind of a slow week until yesterday. Oh, yeah? Okay. Um, I got home from work. I walked up to Cody and I asked him, hey, uh, do you see that, that speech uh, going on? And he's like, no, what speech? <laughs> oh, we're talking about the one in Philadelphia? Yeah, yep. the one that was. Not oh, I think I cro- I think I heard something about that. Yeah, the one that uh, no major news network decided to cover because of the chance. Uh, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe because of the content was so abhorrent. Oh, well, what, did we, what did we talk about this time? Uh, well, I mean, uh, everyone I think at this point has seen it as Friday the second. Um, everyone who has ever supported Trump is apparently an enemy of this country. <laughs> is that is that what came out of that? I, I I apologize. I didn't get to see it. Uh, I've had my kids the last three days, so fifty percent of the country is a fringe minority extremist group. That's interesting. Over half the country. I bet. 
as a fringe minority extremist group. How, wait, wait. How are you a minority? About, that, it's got to be 49%. That, that is a 49 valid. versus 51%? Is that what's a minority? Yeah, that's a valid question. And we have such a peaceful country. Imagine. Oh, no. All the uh, chaos. The violent extremist uh, MAGA contingent is, is not peaceful in any capacity. I wonder if it's the same people that didn't go to college. Yes. Um, the stupid people. And don't have any of that. I highly encourage you to watch the speech and especially look at the imagery of the speech if you yes. have not already caught it. Oh, I can only it imagine. It was an attempt at intimidation. Um, really? I mean, if you're trying to intimidate a four-year-old. It looks <laughs> like every dystopian film. Um, I, you, you've seen comparisons to V for Vendetta, um, 1984, which is a very over overdone comparison but like valid nonetheless I feel like Ian's about to send me a text <laughs> he's looking something up I see him he's over there wrong, working on his phone wrong right photo, now wrong photo wrong photo well is that actually the imagery yes. that is it that's really how they filmed it yep. that is re- marines in the background double fisting red <laughs> yes red, red light, light. Uh, of uh, course on twitter this morning Keto Hitler was trending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from uh, is that is that who we're, who's running the country now? Pedo Pete. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro returns. Whoever knew that Pedro's grandfather was actually the president of the United States? Demented Adolf. <laughs> oh, look, okay, we're up. Oh, there goes our uh, band off of YouTube right there. Oh, well. You know, it was a good run, boys. <laughs> um, episode and five minutes. Well, I, I, I just I think that the, the jokes almost write themselves from what we can see and based, hear from that. I know based you didn't watch the show, yeah. but I, I sat through, the, through it. While, while I was at work, there was nothing going on. I just had to watch the back door, so I just threw a headphone in and listened and Oh. my own. Oh, you were stuck at the door last night? Oh, yeah, I was. So t- tell me a little bit about it. We don't need to go too much in depth because I don't want to make... Uh, but, yeah. But tell me, give me a couple... Uh, give, me, give me something to talk about. Well, it was largely him trying to push back against anything that had to do with the MAGA Republicans. That was his big point about how they are not... a majority of the Republican Party, the moderates of the Republican Party are still good and with the people of America, where the MAGAs are the enemies of of the nation, how it's a threat to to our Mm -hmm. democracy, how they're violent. We are democracy, Keevan. Imagine if we were a democracy. Yeah, I was going to say, the democracy that we aren't, the republic that we are, you know. Um, overall, it just felt like he's, he's trying to act as an intimidation force to push back against what, what is the growing movement, more or less. Like it's, it's still there. He can say that Trump doesn't run the party, that, yeah. that it's not, it doesn't have the support behind it. But if you even just look at the basic statistics of this year, 92% of Trump's endorsements made it through 
uh, the right. Oh God, they're prim- the, to make the, primary the primaries primary. exactly. So, trying to make a movement. Show, showing that alone, yeah. he can say, "Oh, it's not even the majority of the Republican Party. Ninety-two percent of the endorsements that he's made have passed." You cannot say that ninety-two percent of the Republicans are not part of that. Well, even not only what his words were, the imagery itself, it was in, it was meant to intimidate. Mm. Uh, like I said, it didn't intimidate me. But y- you look at that, that's not, this isn't imagery of someone that's confident in how the polls are going and how his party is going. Uh, and we know Biden's an actor and he's being fed all of his policies and mm-hmm. all his lines. Yep. So he might not even know where he was anyway, but... <laughs> Um, he, he he actually didn't stumble over like there wasn't really that much word garbage this time like they so it usually seems like whenever they have him up on stage and he needs to make a speech mm-hmm. he he probably needs some kind of uppers or something especially at his older age I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if most people at that age need some kind of medicine to kind of focus a little bit better he seemed some prune juice well, he seemed <laughs> he seemed very cognizant of of where he was and what he was doing at that time, I will. Lots of practice. That. So he's been quiet for so long. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, but he was coughing quite a bit. I know he said that he had just recovered from COVID a couple weeks ago and hasn't made too many twice since there. Exactly, he had two bouts of it back to back, Mister. He showed a quadruple vaccine. He is. For uh, someone, oh, oh, we just got. He, we'll, he does have four doses. He quadruple poke. Doses. He he's quad poked and he he was he was coughing quite a bit at the start, yeah. but then uh, calmed back down from there. Overall, he he was trying to do it. It seemed like he. So this is a man who also campaigned on unity, mm-hmm. but clearly does not want to show any unity. Yeah, that way. He's he's and he's going wherever the money is, and whoever uh, writes the script. Who is he training with today? But big, overall, big. I, I, I also question, Trump was told he couldn't even use military for one of his 4th of July speeches. Biden just brought Marines in the background as he made this speech, basically to only half of the country to campaign. Not even half. Not it's even like half. 38%. But even then, I think there is actual decorum that you aren't allowed to use military to campaign. There's like a conflict of interest. Yep. But, I mean, rules don't apply. Yeah, that was just something that I've been thinking of. So, uh, I'm sorry that you missed it, Joe. I'm sorry I kind of had to cut in here with that, but as the one who watched it, listened to it live, I couldn't watch all the way because, you know, I happened to watch the door at work and everything. But it was... was creepy dystopian yeah Yeah. so that was one of those 70s sci-fi movies star wars (laughs) (laughs) palpatine that's another common comparison we've seen what what did you think about it i'm gonna assume you you actually locked tell me some i i pretty much exhausted my feelings on it and yeah definitely uh laid it out pretty well for us all too yeah. Um, and like I said, it's Friday night. It's kind of yeah. been 
in the news for a full day now, so everyone's already had their fun and ridicule. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't seen it. I can already tell you that, um, you know, dig, digging their own grave. The, the, other, the other people, people who I asked, asked if they had seen it or not, they said, oh, I'm sure that I'll be seeing the beans soon enough. Huh. Well, what scares me more is if they're going to be so so brazen, so blatant, do they care about the polls then at that point? Because they know they they have it in the bag for one reason or the other. That's, That's an interesting point I hadn't thought about, but I think that it's... Desperation. More, yeah, exactly. It seems more like it's a plea and a point of fear against the rising threat to his current throne of power, but there's potential of a red wave coming. They've been talking about it for quite a while now. Yeah. And I think that Biden is legitimately worried and trying to throw everything that he can at every single person that stands in the way of getting what policies he wants. Well, the big thing is, is just to maintain um, their popularity and their popularity was built on the anti-Trump train. And without Trump, they have no reason to exist anymore. It, it was only a matter of time before it went from Trump himself to all of his supporters. And he this did bring up left. a lot of the January 6th stuff on there, yeah. which, of course, that's what he was going to do. But the fact that he brought it up as the MAGA Republicans do not respect the rule of law when it was his vice president that paid for the bail of rioting people who were attacking the federal buildings, specifically federal courthouses right. and police stations. We've all heard about that. Going directly against the rule of law as it was, it just screamed of hypocrisy and desperation. As he also has been referring to the modern Republicans as semi-fascist this week, and then invokes fascist Im imagery as he does his speech. Imagine if they knew what fascism actually was. It's it's just a word. Yeah. It's just a, a tool used. The, the definition doesn't matter. They could just change the entry on Wikipedia and half the people wouldn't even know what it meant anyway. So. Did they just go straight with to Wikipedia? Yeah, well, yeah. It's, well, it's it's just fascism equals bad people. Doesn't yeah. equal an actual ideology uh, with actual uh, set of beliefs. Um, it's just Nazis bad, fascism bad. Well, so that is Nazis, true. Nazis were the Nationalist Socialist Party. Let, let's, let's just, just put, put it right, right out there. Authoritarianism, authoritarianism in general is bad. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Well, that's tapped that out last week. Uh, yes. <laughs> we talked about that quite a bit. The most authoritarian uh, government uh, that everyone's trying to model. You can yeah. see it, especially if you lived in China. Um, all, all the uh, similarities, mm -hmm. at least what they're attempting. We are lucky Some enough it, yeah. to have our constitution still. Yeah. Well, I mean, that goes back to some of the things we talked about last week and what I talk about on uh, uh, continuous, um, on repeat, is that people, it, the individual needs to be um, more independent on themselves and understand that the truth is usually always somewhere in the middle. And that's the reality. 
It's not Fox. It's not CNN. It's dead center. It's just unfortunate nothing actually exists there from a information standpoint. Well, that's the uh, slogan that I wanted to popularize uh, with toxic independence. Being so self-reliant mm-hmm. that you cannot be controlled. Uh, that you are a threat because... Sounds like a shirt. <laughs> you don't need to rely on handouts or... You don't need to be handheld. You yeah. Don't, you don't need uh, your mommy to call the dentist for you. A truly <laughs> healthy news diet would be to take from right-leaning sources, left-leaning sources, and independent sources, try to find what you can find from each of them and find the nugget of truth that exists within all of them. Because all propaganda yeah. really is is just selecting what news you want to hear and focusing towards your bias and what you want the message coming out to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. our message to be listen to what you want to hear and make sure that you've got a solid ground to stand on for yourself. Absolutely. So we have next, we uh, we said this already been talked about for a whole day. So what do we have now? Also yesterday, you sent me a a little interesting piece about a movie we're talking about last week. Uh, The magic pill. I wanted to get that. Yes. Yes. Uh, The magic pill has been removed, deplatformed. Correct. Yeah, it's been deplatformed. It's been a while now. And it just happened to come up. And I actually was uh, listening to someone on YouTube yesterday, and they were talking about that versus the. There was a vegan comparable. I can't remember what the name of the podcast or the, the documentary was. The big difference between the red pill or the magic pill and this other um, documentary about the, uh, vegetarianism was that. In the magic pill, they even stated that this should be taken basically with a grain of salt. Right? They are, they are. It's a documentary. This is what we learned on their way, um, and that there is, um, you know, this is true. But there could be other causes to why these people got better. Maybe it wasn't, you know, ketosis. Maybe it just. Get, they got off of something that was causing it, and ketosis just happened to be the change they needed, but not that it may be work for everyone. But yet they still got deplatformed. Did also does not help that what is his name? The actual uh, oh, let's go back to it. Pete Evans. Pete Evans apparently is. You know, if you look him up on YouTube, it's. What has P. Evans done now? P. Evans is crazy. He's lost this. He's lost that. Um, but I found a uh, podcast. Apparently, he's a Trump supporter. Um, he's anti-Hollywood, even though he's a, a celebrity trainer and diet and uh, nutritionist. The reality is that there's some, uh, from what I'm guessing, is everything was dandy and fine until uh, he came out. And there's no truth to this necessarily, or facts to this, but it seems to me that once he came out and politically, um, and maybe did a couple of things um, right leaning, they decided to say he was wrong, and that they had to ban the entire documentary, even though they did cover themselves. Wrong think. Oh, I wonder if uh, in the vegan um, movie the kid got his goldfish instead. He didn't have to cry about it. Well, you can't have goldfish if you're a vegetarian. The cracker? No. Vegetarian, yes. Vegan, no. Vegan oh, does not have anything 
uh, that comes from an animal byproduct well, all no cheese yes. no this eggs nothing like that. yes yes you ruined it that was that, supposed to be a callback but never mind oh, no one could hear it anyway. I was not here last week you guys just that's brought true. me in yeah. it's not like <laughs> I don't get callbacks as the new guy here <laughs> But yeah, it's it, it basically the just of that is just to show a couple different things. First off, that pharmaceuticals have control of everything, uh, because it, if there are natural ways to cure most different things, not all, but most, um, you know, cancer is your body fighting itself. Uh, diabetes is um, insulin issues, which is actually a growth hormone. Um, you know, heart disease, coronary uh, issues. Um, Joint ache, muscle ache, lack of muscle, um, vision issues. Most of that, all expect obesity, which is what uh, has an issue. I mean, a huge issue in America. It all comes back to Literally. how you eat and processed foods, which you don't get whether you're vegan or keto. There are no processed foods, and it doesn't really matter which way you go about it. Everybody processes foods differently. You Correct. have to find the diet that's right for yourself because not every diet is a one step fix for you absolutely like, look at me being skin and bones how i am and yet i know i eat not terribly as as I yeah terribly basically just yeah. say just just get to the gist. i'm what do you utterly think? terrible with my diet i don't want to blow them up <laughs> <I'm liking myself>. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to blow them up <laughs> on the first week not the first week so but that's what it comes down to me i think i think it has more to do with pharmaceuticals than the even the uh, what they're saying is oh he's right leaning so we're not going to support him and his documentary uh, documentary has uh, false claims. While we're on diet, I have two uh, items actually. Um, last week you're talking about how you could, if you ate eggs the proper way they're almost they could be used as a steroid. I was wondering if you get more in depth on that. Uh, Sorry to drop it on you like that. But. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to go too much into it, but yes, uh, Vince Gironda, um, who was um, uh, really big in the 60s and 70s, if I remember correctly, um, thanks to the Golden Age bookworm I learned about this, um, he was big on eating eggs and um, on occasion um, rolling over to an egg-only diet to spike testosterone levels. Um, and spike testosterone levels like a steroid does. Uh, and obviously it does a lot of other things. It helps your body heal. Um, it helps your body, the fats. It puts you in ketosis, obviously, if you do it correctly. So it's a way of like flash um, dieting to like get a specific uh, response. Like people do this with salt as well um, to try to get specific responses to the body and then wean off of it and then go back on it. But in general, most of us, most people... Not all. Everybody has genetic differences. But most people could do a heavy egg diet. Um, and as long as they don't have too much sugar and carbs, um, they'll be healthier than they were without it. Physically stronger, leaner, um, and probably, based off some studies, um, age much, much better. Have you looked further into the science? Or, I mean, we could do that. I, I wanted to look further into the science on that itself. Because um, that was very fascinating. Uh, bring it up. If we, uh, Ian, if you can get up Vince Gironda. You can bring that up on the computer. Uh, it's Vince Gironda and then it's the um, 
egg, uh, and there's also the egg diet from by Vince Gironda. Uh, like I was saying last week, there was something where they did a study where um, something to do with some fire in Germany or somewhere in Europe, I'm in France, um, and they used an egg diet to help them heal back faster huh. and better. Um, but then it's been quite a while since I studied this. That's really interesting. I'm someone who needs to learn more about nutrition, to put it nicely. Okay, I've got the uh, article pulled up here. I'll put it on the monitor for you boys. So we did, uh, I can't really read it from here. So it says something about original experience. What do we, what do we Mid-1960s. Yes, that makes sense. Unlock your game, 21-day challenge. Uh, I think that's an adjective. Yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> so the original experience, uh, experiment, what do we have there, Ian? Back in the mid-1960s, after Dynabol had just come on, bounty building oh. scene, Several scientific research articles were being published on the effectiveness of methandrosaline, the scientific name for Dynabol, in the healing process of recovery of patient burn victims, partially due to the ability to create positive nitrogen balance. Yes. Then in 1975, historical medical research article titled 35 Eggs Per Day in the Treatment of Severe Burns was published in the British Journal of Plastic Surgery by... Yep. Hershowitz and colleagues, which demonstrated that eating 36 eggs a day allowed patients to maintain a positive nitrogen balance, which accelerated their healing process. It's pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, wow. It, it goes back to, it's all about what you consume and the balance. Um, and then there's other things to your diets, like you know your gut health, which is your second brain and things like that. If you can do that and then maintain, I mean, the, the thing about eggs is that they have such a, a perfect omega-3, omega-6 balance, choline, um, protein, uh, and no carbs at all. Is that all they ate was eggs, or was there supplements, or uh, was there? did you have like a protein shake as well on top of that? Does it say anything about that? So as far as I know, the actual, when you crash diet it, it's just the eggs. Yeah, I'm trying to look on there. Um, yeah. And Vince was very, very well known. Trying as, to trying to think how many years I'll have to be on just a thirty six. We're talking about how good the well, well, the thing is, is uh, with eggs is they have so much good cholesterol. It does a mm -hmm. lot of other things. It helps with testosterone. Helps with um, testicular um, fortitude. <laughs> uh, anyways, testicular know. health, uh, prostate health. Don't um, worry about that. Things like that. And then you can do things, uh, follow a thing, uh, a guy like Chris Geth, and you do things like the red light therapy, which I've been thinking about buying. I think you can get one for like 40 bucks. That's and you should be doing pretty well. That's another thing I was looking into is red light therapy. I think that what I've seen, I thought it was just kind of like one of those holistic mumbo jumbo kind of things. Yeah. It wasn't. Possibly. I mean, I, I've not tried it, so I have no science on it. Oh, uh, here's. Here's what it shows, um, okay. how to correctly do the 36 eggs a day diet. Okay. It shows, uh, Vince's protein drink, which was 12 ounces of half and half, 12 raw eggs, a third cup of milk and egg protein powder, and one banana. Uh, that's crazy. I now put eggs in my diet. Lunch was one pound of hamburger or oh, other wow. meat. Mixed green salad or raw vegetables. And then dinner was one to two pounds of steak or roast meat. And raw or steamed vegetable or salad and cottage cheese. 
So he was on a keto diet, basically. Or yeah. Definitely a paleo. E- even even the Atkins diet uh, itself was based off of, like, the keto diet is very similar to a lot of things in the Atkins diet, uh, yep. from what I've seen. A lot of what people are basically coming down to is low carbs, low sugar, high fat and protein, uh, and with a mixture of some light fruits and vegetables in there. That seems yep. to be the diet that most places have gravitated towards um, in bodybuilding. Options, Correct. Especially. Yes, exactly. And the reason for uh, obviously the brain fi- pri- scientific science says that the brain primarily um, functions off of glucose. And glucose is sugar or carbs and breads are um, turned into it. Hey, Google just uh, responded for some reason. Um, into uh, fuel. But um, as I was, they were saying on something I was listening to yesterday, there's ketoacidosis and there's ketosis. Ketoacidosis is something that's caused when you are diabetic and you have a high, very acidic blood. Ketosis is when your body's creating ketones, your liver's creating ketones, and that's what your brain is functioning off of instead of glucose. Huge difference. And a lot of people tie those together to try to get people away from um, keto diets. The biggest problem with keto diets is when you first go on it. If you're on a bad diet, you're going to be very groggy, be very tired, drained. Um, it's like you didn't have any sleep at all for a couple days before your body kicks over into ketosis. And then you start to come out of that fog. With whatever, okay. with whatever diets you're on, your body's always going to take time to adjust, and you have to make sure that you're in a place where you can adjust whatever diet you're right. on. I was going to say, being probably the least nutritionist, uh, least nutritional of all of us, I feel like that already. <laughs> Every day, I feel groggy. I feel like I need four cups of coffee to get up in the morning. Well, that comes from me. Uh, not. I mean, that that comes from. Um, in most cases, again, I'm not a dietitian. This is just from my studies and my personal experience in 39 years of existence is that it comes down to the quality of the food you eat and how much. So, for example, I get groggy because lack of sleep or not enough calories and clean calories in my life because of how my wife and my kids eat. So it's very hard for me. It's very, very hard for me as the only person in this room especially to have to uh, – have a separate diet from everybody else in my house and I still the wife's like you ate too much today that salad has not she's like you just ate a salad do you have any idea how many calories are actually in a salad it was literally greens and vegetables it was probably 200 calories I'm 217 pounds I need at least 3,000 <laughs> I just want to keep eating my cinnamon raisin toast with my olive oil butter and my Peppered cranberry jelly. Delicious. Yeah. I love the smell of the cinnamon raisin toast. So I, uh, I, I let him go out and buy a couple bags. <laughs> uh, um, although, I did take note from you last week, and I shopped on the outsides of the grocery store. Uh, <laughs> except for one, I had to go grab the coffee. That was not on the outside of the store. That's very but, true. It is not. And yet, there uh, are a lot of... Um, positive effects of coffee outside of just energy like coffee's good for you when taken in moderation especially if it's good pure ground like you grind it at home 
It's very good pizza. One thing I did not find on the outside of the, the grocery store, though. Other than the coffee? Other than the coffee. Wind turbines. No, I bet you didn't find any of those, especially not in this area. Still, it's all about waterfalls here. Well, now they want to recycle wind turbines into gummy bears. Wait, how, like edible gummy bears? Yeah. Uh, I don't know the process, but it seems like they want to see our own trash. That's interesting. And then we just create trash? Are they going to start making wind turbines out of our waste? <laughs> so it's just cyclical? It's a circle of life, just like this conversation. When the shit hits the fan, literally. <laughs> Becomes the fan. <laughs> Becomes the fan. The only fan. <laughs> only on Bansley. <laughs> Ian, do you have a Bansley? Hey, what I do with my pictures is my own business. Uh, That's true. I'm not, hey, look, remember, Fansley is a way that the modern woman can grow her own business, but actually in reality, it's so how modern women can continue to feed money into the man that creates everything, because he's getting a piece of all those pictures too. (laughs) But that's a conversation for another time, I would assume. Um, when we get our fans legal, and we'll talk about how that goes. I was going to say, you can't define a woman. So I can, who, who's really uh, making that money? On uterus. The what is that? It's 2022. Uterus. Uh, I, have, I, have, I have four sons. I, uh, I've seen how that works. So, yeah, I know what it is. I don't know how. I mean, I've seen. I've been in the room. I watched the children come out. So, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little knowledgeable Wait, about it. it. It's not, it's not, I mean, but I probably shouldn't go there because I didn't actually have the child, so I didn't go through the pain, but at the end of the day, they're still my children, so. Well, you've at least had a tummy ache, so you know what it feels like. (laughs) Are we going to edit that part out? (laughs) Actually, probably shouldn't just because I said that. (laughs) Anyways, away from the uterus part, as a prostate-bearing male... Um, a Protestant male, Southern Baptist with a prostate. <laughs> Sounds conflicting. <laughs> Isn't everything? So everything comes back around in a circle, right? We start with Biden and his issues. Then we <laughs> then move we into diet up. and how they're banned because of his views, and we know that's basically pharmaceuticals, which goes right back into. Hey, I wonder why this guy wants to stay in power. Because guess who's not going to keep feeding into the pharmaceutical companies? Orange, ba- orange man, bad. I don't know. He batted to them pretty big with the fact that he was the one who funded the production of the vaccine and really gave a push for that. I will say, uh, he was against mandates, which would have given them money, but he was the one who primarily funded and gave the biggest push towards the. I'm going uh, to challenge you on that. Would he have done that if it wasn't an election year? And I, he was trying to make sure that the red beat the blue. I think he did that specifically because he wanted the fears of the pandemic to quell down, which I understand. Yeah, he, he worked hard on that. Yeah, exactly. He was trying his best to actually make sure that it got production and got uh, distributed to the masses mm-hmm. and had the availability that it did. But I wouldn't put it right to him to not give some uh, some to the pharmaceutical companies. Don't don't get me wrong. I think that Biden 
significantly has done more to promote and be deferential to the larger pharmaceutical companies. But I think that to say Trump would not do that, it just doesn't take into account the history that we've already seen from him in many different ways. Well, again, in my opinion, I'm not against the vaccines. I didn't actually even mind Trump pushing for the vaccine. It's uh, the reason I am against these vaccines is the way that the Biden admin had handled it. Oh, 100%. The nearly nine months, no, actually it was even that, it was 10 months uh, after it started in the U.S. when we were getting more accurate numbers and well, I'm trying to word it. <laughs> Still pushing for all the mandates when yeah. even even after it had been shown that that's, that's a word minefield. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're you're fine. It's yes, it's the mandates the that we really all stand against. Yes. It's uh, I at least it's what I mostly stand against. I don't want to put words necessarily in your guys' mouth, but I think that we all mostly stand against the mandates that were pushed even after the point where the pandemic had started coming better under control. The death numbers were going down, and we were having uh, a somewhat return to normalcy that was being blocked by what kind of mandates were being put out. I definitely think the Biden, here. I definitely think the Biden admi- administration uh, double, triple, and quadrupled down on being deferential to the pharmaceutical companies and giving so the giving the mandates to push towards it for them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think that Trump's funding of them is definitely it helped bring the vaccine out as quickly as it did but to say that he didn't give them the largest increase in their wealth in history is just not looking at some of the facts on there that was the first part was what i was going to say i just was uh very i'm very cognizant of what uh we put out on our pretty much only platform right now (laughs) so um if I do stutter, it's because I'm tiptoeing over some minefields. Yeah, and I'm walking right through them. <laughs> yeah. You're the new guy, like the director. <laughs> that's the new guy got to ruin everything. Like so the director in uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not doing this so on my D and D. You guys are getting <laughs> demonetized and banned. So, so you got to look at this from multiple perspectives, right? So most people know that. Um, 2020 was way overblown it, because it was an election year. It was weaponized. And we now know that it was not nearly as deadly, not nearly as bad. And, and at the end of the day, it's not even the right name for the virus. It is a flu variant. And as like most flus, they are named based off where they come from. They, they we did, won't get into that part right now, but... They, they did change those naming protocols a few years back, but at the same time, I know what you mean. They usually they changed it, ironically, in the same year, didn't they not? Uh, no, I believe that they did change to having... Uh, change it a few years prior, but... Let's be real. It's, it's SARS-CoV-2. Literally, it's a variation of SARS. Yeah. Which, wasn't that South... Asian respiratory virus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep. So, literally, even in its name, uh, I wonder where it may have come from. Maybe South Asia? Well, 
at the end of the day, um, it's a big circle. The reason the reason I want to challenge you on that is yes, I understand that there's a point where the politi- politics gets into it. He's getting pushed by his party, uh, his vice president. He's trying to get reelected. He doesn't. He's he's really 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 popular at the time, but he doesn't want to. He knows that there's a big push against him as well, and he was even. And we all know that he was losing power of the people around him. That he needed to restructure his cabinet. And if his cabinet had been restructured sooner and filling with some of the people he's going to have the next time around, I think this would have been a totally different experience. And with all this past us, whether or not uh, whatever motivations you want to attribute to him, there's no way he's going to, after how he's been treated, go run back to those same donors and say, oh, you know what, we'll tag up again. No, no, I, I'd agree with that. It's going to be a totally different. It's going to be a totally different world this time around. But regardless, the the point is not that it's red versus blue here. It's more the reality that red and blue making purple. Correct. It's purple, right? That's, that it could be. Okay. Violet. Purple, violet is pharmaceuticals. So. Oh. Or all these other and Amazon. Yeah. Anything, anything that's not Tesla. Just in general, the people that benefited the most from the pandemic was basically anyone that wasn't forced to shut down. Any of the places that were not forced to shut down were given immense more business. Move to Florida. (laughs) All those national corporations that were backed by the government. Exactly is is what I'm trying to say. How much money did they make in the car industry? Car? Yeah, think about how much money was ma- being made in the car business. Not only, they couldn't make new cars fast enough. So g- what are they doing now? I was going to say before or after the chip shortage. The chip shortage was a little overblown. But um, the main problem was the shortage was mostly caused by um, – was caused by obviously so many people buying at the same time. Like you have two things at the same time. Yes, we have a little bit of a shortage – and we had that strike and the issues in um, China of them having all their lockdowns and craziness because they didn't have the – they don't have the medical products that we have here. Um, but then you have everybody with all this money, and what are they doing with their money? Buying stuff. Oh, where does this go back to? Again, the circle of life continues. The stimulus checks, yes. We'll have to uh, come up with some hand symbols in our uh, in our weekly briefing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, <laughs> it's audible. <laughs> Am I spiking now? Yeah. Uh, why are you spiking my drink in? <laughs> what else do we have on our? What, what else do we have that's not uh, politically motivated here? Not politically motivated. No. <laughs> Cody made the docket. That's all up to him on this one. I was actually going to get even deeper into the politics. Okay, oh, let's, boy. Let's, actually, uh, let's go. How many, how many more? What do we got left for the day? My only uh, story I had up until yesterday, uh, I was coming home the other day, and uh, I saw this uh, car pulled off to the side of the road, and I uh, saw a a uh, cop car fly right by me, 15 over the speed limit, flew right past the car on the side of the road with emergency headlights on. And I just wanted to bring up uh, policing. 
off based off that story with the imagery of yesterday i think that's also a good framing for what i was going to bring up is seeing something like that and then also having my experience abroad uh specifically i bring up a story in japan where i was completely lost and i saw a couple of cops and my natural american instinct is to like try to lay low <laughs> and be as not seen as possible yeah but i i went up to them anyway and asked them you know like hey man do you know where the station is or whatever in english like i don't know japanese at all and they were awesome they were accommodating they were super friendly even though like they're supposed to be the police are supposed to be intimidating they're supposed to yeah. you know exude control and then the dichotomy of the other day watching an american cop fly by a car that's in distress no, <laughs> that's I, what the emergency signals are for i can actually have a little bit of input on this as well from even another perspective as you know even as an american you, no matter what you always are on the lookout for the cops you know they got the speed traps all around you and i heard everything from the cop who was driving me around say yeah sometimes I get pissed off at cars going under the speed limit in front of me because whenever they're doing it, it just happens to be when I have to go to the bathroom the most. Uh, <laughs> all the way over to, uh, we saw a woman who missed the last subway train of the night and she was out in the cold. She was worried about the bus and we gave her a lift in the police cruiser to make sure that she got to the next bus stop before the bus got there. Um, so I've seen where the cops can be helpful and accommodating. I have had instances where I've been like, oh, the cops are definitely going to come out and find me. I've had it where on my previous vehicle, it seemed like I was getting pulled over every other week at one point. So When we're in a party and we're hiding Ian because we hit all the weed on Ian. <laughs> we're trying to shelter him uh, in the back corner. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Well, it's legal I now. That party, I'll tell you that. No, no, you were not. Not, not with that bear. But uh, I was bringing up the dichotomy of how, I, even when you say speed traps and everything, how our, I mean, this is this goes back to my high school days of I've been hearing this argument of how our cops are always trying to catch people, and they're not visible, and then when I go to an Asian country, Korea, Japan. China, China, China specifically, the cops are very prevalent, visible there as a community representative, um, walking the beat, as they used to say back in the 40s, uh, to now, or to where the U.S., we have the speed traps, we have the cars that blend in, and even then, if you know the... the the uh, rules of the the police game, you can still catch their, which cars are cop cars and which cars aren't. Oh, yeah, 100%. Especially if you know uh, what each district no, has no been right using for their model. Yeah, because it's been weaponized to make money. Yeah, 100%. Uh, it's exactly what it is. For profit policing. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not an ACAB, uh, but I think this is a discussion that isn't brought up enough on the right side because the right side will immediately go to, I believe, blue thin blue line um but there is an issue with policing in the u.s yes uh, it's not in my opinion it's not based on race i think if we look at the numbers analytically 
and not emotionally. Um, but African Americans and the whites are equally they have an equal distribution of uh, violence. Well, violence against from the police against victim victims depends yeah. on how you want to say it, but they are victims of police brutality. Um, not so much Asians, uh, Latinos do also have sim- similar statistics. Um, and I want to get past this uh, id poll uh, ideology of trying to divide everyone on this issue uh, so that we can solve these issues and bring these up. And the right should have an opinion that isn't just immediately, you hate cops, you're a bad person. Yeah, yeah, no, it's and agreed. Even what I had heard, it sounds like generally most people starting out the first time on the force usually tend to start out in not so much of the nicer areas with their thing. And if you're not a very well-liked uh, individual on the force, generally you may be you you may not uh, get to move around as easily if you're kind of the asshole. You may stay in the worst areas, which then causes a repeating cycle of the worst people dealing with the worst cops. That's true. I also think we shouldn't have worst areas. We should be striving to fix it. Instead of sending $80 billion plus to Ukraine, we should be sending that to neighborhoods in our own cities that have been afflic- afflicted. And it's not... Yeah. I mean, there are definitely, I'm not going to say not, 100% race issues. There are, uh, I mean, redlining is a prevalent issue in our city of Buffalo. Oh, 100%. Um, that, I mean, you can agree upon on both sides. Uh, these, I mean, having family that grew up in downtown uh, in a neighborhood that is now a predominantly African-American neighborhood, I, I've heard the stories of why they left, but we also hear the actual analytics that are undeniable of how these mortgages were treated throughout the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, so Even the state uh, infrastructure projects, uh, I remember learning back in college about uh, Robert Moses, uh, who was the highway director of New York State, and how he would specifically draw up and create the highways in ways that would bulldoze right through uh, communities, especially where the red line was occurring to further uh, bring them down, essentially. Like the 33, the 198, uh, how they were designed was specifically targeting those communities. And for the longest time, we even had a local highway named after him, the Robert Moses Parkway. Gladly renamed the Niagara Scenic Parkway, much better name because it was along the Niagara Gorge, and it is quite scenic. Well, even then, and then it, the 198 specifically has cost us millions, uh, probably over 10 million, in them trying to bridge the community in all these uh, pork bloated projects that. Oh, we're we're sightseeing or we're sight surveying this area for a, a land bridge, and then it's a million dollars on the site survey, which who knows where that goes, and then we don't see anything from it. So, these 
horrible policies that were based in racial uh, bias are costing us in our tax dollars today, us all in the city. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's specifically uh, being funded now by state projects. It's happening all across New York State. You may live on Long Island, and you're helping fund these projects too, as you did back in the day when it was the New York State Highway System first being built out there. And as a New Yorker, uh, probably only second to California in bloat uh, projects, pork barrel projects, so... Useless stuff. Yeah. Useless. Waste of money. Throwing it away. Buying lottery tickets. I don't even know if we're throwing it away. I think uh, it's going straight into people's pockets like Joko. Yeah. Kathy Joko. Yeah, I hear you on that. All right. All right, well, <laughs> well we've, we've surpassed our hour mark. That is, oh yeah, we have. It's quarter to noon or midnight here. Oh, quarter to noon. You went extra long in this special. Yes. <laughs> 13 hours straight. <laughs> Maybe well, one. It day. took we'll us a while gaming. making sure that we got the audio levels That's correct. That's true. We'll figure so. this out. We, we should do like a, a gaming level. stream, or like a, a three day gaming stream or something like that. Sometime yeah. do something like that, but yeah, we not should, now. <laughs> we, should have, we should have this up soon. Yeah, uh, I got some free time tomorrow. I'll do my thing and, uh, I really hope these audio levels are much better. I apologize. That was atrocious. And <laughs> that, that was after trying to fix them. They were they were really bad. Well, we'll send it out and uh, make sure we put it up on some uh, social media. We're working on trying to get this as best as we can, and it's a learning project for all of us as we yeah. go. And even next week, it will, yeah. it'll, you'll hear more of an improvement. Again. Um, but yeah, this is definitely a project just for us all, for self improvement, for. Uh, improvement and our uh, tech skills and all this stuff so which hopefully we can get into uh, we haven't even gotten into the linux stuff uh talking about linux i don't think we've talked about tech really at all in the last two weeks so. no we haven't we gotta get into that well, well of, of, um, those rants and uh, <laughs> we, def- not being a- we definitely got sidetracked with the uh with the speech from last yeah, night that surprise that, uh that took a lot what's going on august surprise well i'm gonna say good night Oh, good night, Joe. Night, Joe. <laughs> you need a pillow? It's right behind you. <laughs> I like some air in here. Yes. <laughs> we'll cut it off. Signing off on The Message.